Paul Christ out as coach at Wisconsin. Anybody who could put it in proper perspective is Tom Oates, legendary columnist with the Wisconsin State Journal. He knows everything about Badger football. He knows when it was bad. He knows when it was good. How surprised were you? Yes. Wait, does he know why he didn't take the full buyout? Uh, sure, I'm sure he, if if he doesn't know, he'll find out. Uh, do you have joining us now is Tom Holtz. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon. Do you know anything about the buyout? It was said like certain millions, and then Chris McIntosh said, well, it was less than that. Did that make sense to you? Um, to my knowledge, it was less than the full price, uh, but uh, Chris received some concessions from UW that were very important to him. Can you tell us what you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, what I mean is uh, I think uh, he's getting the money up front, and uh, there's no uh, mitigation on it, which means if he gets a, another job, he, uh, he, uh, he, he doesn't. That, what he makes at another job is not subtracted from the sum. So people so need were, to realize whatever the numbers they hear, Wisconsin is treating Paul Christ well, would be your point. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, other than firing him, well, him, I guess. <laughs> treating him well would be not firing him yeah. and then paying him the full amount of the, uh, of the uh, um, buyout. Of the, of the buyout settlement. But you have to know something about Paul Christ, too. Um, and and you, I know Paul quite, and I know Paul quite well. And, and have for what forty years? I've known him since he was like he was a high school kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. and and Paul does not want to make a big commotion out of this. He doesn't want to leave the players and Jim Leonard and the other coaches in a bad situation by making this a big stink. He wants to quietly go away. And if if he, I mean, it was well within his right to demand his full his full uh, buyout. But I think uh, part of the reason he took, he, he bargained on the buyout was because he's Paul Christ and because he still loves this program. He wants it to do well. He particularly loves the people in it, the coaches and, the, and in, in particular, the players. And uh, he just did not want to be an issue. And so he's going to take the buyout and, and go away. And that's, if you know Paul, you know that is that's uh, that's his personality in a nutshell. Were you shocked? I was that he got let go in the middle of the season, or this would actually even be early in the season. This is just not the Wisconsin way. I mean, uh, it's, of course, it's not the Wisconsin way to pay a buyout either. But uh, this is just not the Wisconsin way to do this in the middle of the season. I mean, I I, I thought that. Uh, Paul Christ earned the right and deserved the right to work his way out of this jam, at least for the, for the end of the year uh, until the end of this season. And, and, uh, and, you know, maybe then they would have revisited his tenure here and, and, and whatever. But I, I certainly, uh, you know, I mean, what they got killed by Ohio state. Well, if every coach that gets murdered has been murdered by Ohio state in the last four or five years was fired. Uh, you and I would be on the short list for some of these teams for new coaches because Ohio State's uh, buried them, and there were a lot of reasons they buried them. The, the most disturbing part, and it's, just, and it's disturbing, is the way the team failed to, failed to respond the second half against Illinois. 
I certainly think that that was very disturbing as to where this program is right now. Uh, it shows that there's a problem, but I'm not so sure. You know, I, I'm a firm believer when you have a good coach, the big, the, the only reason you should really fire a, a, a good coach football reason is if he loses the team. And you cannot judge on whether a coach loses a team or not on one half of football. And if you do, you're a fool. And they came back last year. And they had a slow start last year. Yes, and they came back. And I think, I think Paul Crisp deserved that, uh, uh, a chance uh, to work his way out of this. I think it surprised the heck out of everyone, players, staff, Paul Crisp. Uh, um, you know, that's just not the way Wisconsin operates. And I know there's people out there saying, well, Wisconsin needs to operate differently. Well, I think Wisconsin is now in, a, in an era where it is operating differently. And it's, it's, uh, they've always liked to think of themselves as just a little higher than everybody else because they adhere to the rules and they, and, they, and they have some decency. And it's not just all money-driven, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they can no longer make that claim. And any time they do, it's going to be false. Why did he get fired? And I assume we say, why did Chris McIntosh, the AD, make the move that he did, given all the comments that you just made? Well, I don't, you know, that's the, that's to me is kind of the big question today is uh, a week ago, uh, not even a week ago, uh, Chris McIntosh talked to Jimmy Polzine from the State Journal and said he was very confident that Chris would be able to turn this around. And then the only thing that happened in between there was that game. Granted, it was a, it was, it was not a, it was not a good game. And, and it was a, it was, it was damning in, in many respects. Um, but uh, I, the urgency with which Chris McIntosh acted is going to be the $64,000 question in this. My personal theory and, and when I tell you this, it's a theory. It's not, it's just my opinion. I love those. Is that, is that Chris McIntosh has wanted Jim Leonard to be his coach for a while. And, you know, ADs and coaches are tied together. Uh, who's the coach that just got fired and the AD went with him? Uh, I can't, I, some, some Colorado, maybe. Colorado or, would probably be it. Yeah. One of these schools, the, the coach and the AD, oh, Georgia Tech, boom, bada boom, same time, you're out. Um, coaches in football co- and football and ADs are often tied together, and uh, maybe maybe uh, Chris McIntosh wanted Jim Leonard to be his coach all along, I think. And, and uh, you know, he had a big contract with Paul Chris, uh, UW did, and he also, you know, Paul Chris uh, – wasn't universally loved, but he was a well-liked coach as a nice guy who won a lot of games. And he had, he certainly has a, has a following among the fan base and not a small one. Um, so uh, I think he re- he realized that uh, that was going to be a tough move. Plus there's a lot of job openings. And at some point there's going to be a job opening that uh, throws enough money and enough potential for winning uh, big time at Jimmy Leonard that he's going to take it if he's still a defensive coordinator here. And I think there was that maybe there was some worry there. 
that you know he was he was about maybe to lose the coach that he really wanted to be his head coach. That's again, this is all speculation on my part, but I don't think it's a huge reach to think that he was looking for a way to make that transition from Paul Christ to Jimmy Leonard. And, you know, after the last two games and the huge out, outpouring of public sentiment about the state of the program, uh, maybe he realized this was, this was the time, this was the best opportunity he was going to get, and he seized it and used it to fire him and put, uh, and put Jimmy Leonard in. Uh, let's say he doesn't fire him, and Paul Chris turns around and wins seven games in a row, which is possible. We've seen it before. Uh, you know, now it's a whole lot harder to fire him than it would be after that second half against Illinois. So maybe he was just seizing an opportunity that he's kind of been quietly uh, waiting for. That's Talk, my theory. I, I, loved, my theory. I love that theory because uh, I have not a theory but a bet talking with legendary columnist Tom Oates, the Wisconsin State Journal, to follow him on Twitter because if something happens regarding this, He'll be one of the first to have it because he knows people. All right, I've made a wager that I will bet anybody up to $100 that Jim Leonard is the next coach at Wisconsin, not interim, and I get Leonard, and everybody else who bets against me gets the rest of the world. I think it's done. I will not be betting against you. I don't think it's done. I think it's it's done in Chris McIntosh's mind. Uh, I think, you know, he did this – he wants Jim Leonard as his coach. I don't think there's any question. I think there's a lot of people who do. Um, the last couple of games defensively have uh, tarnished Jimmy a little bit to the point where I've actually seen people saying they don't want him as their coach. But I chalk that up to the immediacy and the lunacy of Twitter and other social media. Uh, but uh, uh, the fact is, you know, I think he's been earmarked as the next coach here for a while. Um, and, and, uh, you know, more power to him. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Jim Leonard fan. I think he's going to do a terrific job. Now it might not be this year. This team, this team might be just weak enough that even a jolt like this won't help it. And a jolt like this could indeed hurt it, uh, because the players were loyal to Paul Chris too. Um, but I certainly think Jimmy's going to be a great coach and, and there's a built-in excuse. If uh, if Jimmy does well, oh, yeah, he's our guy. If he doesn't do well, well, Paul Chris took this team down the tubes and even Jimmy couldn't save it. Let him let him try on his own, you know, with his own team, et cetera, or with his own players, et cetera. So, I, yes, I agree with you, Homer. Uh, if everybody on earth lines up against you, I'll be standing right there next to you saying that that is indeed – that Jimmy is going to be the next coach and uh, – and in this case, since there's an opening, deservedly so. Thanks, and I would say that even if you disagreed with me. But not as boldly as I say thank you now. Thanks, Oates. See ya, Homer. Tom Oates, legendary columnist of the Wisconsin State Journal. And as I said, follow him on Twitter because if anything happens, uh, he'll know because he knows. He's old enough to know. He knows everything. Are you a better guesser? 1-800-990-3776. Caller 4, next.